Episode 19 of This Is Us 2 is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. It's the best place to discover new makeup and uncover your confidence as a woman. So head on over to MinuteWithMary.com or better yet, search the hashtag MinuteWithMary on Facebook to start the road to a new you. What is it that I love about you now? So I'm going to start with the obvious. I love the mother that you are. I love that you are still the most beautiful woman in any room and that you laugh with your entire face I love that you dance funny and not sexy which makes it even sexier but most of all I love that you are still the same woman who all those years ago ran out of a blind date because she simply had to sing You're not just my great love story, Rebecca. You. You were my big break. Thank you. Thank you. And our love story, I know it may not feel like it right now, baby. Hi. Hi. I promise you. Rhode Island. Welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast all about the show This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hi, everyone, and welcome. My name is Mary Larson. My name is Blake, and I may or may not have cried just a little bit. Just a tad. Just like you do in every episode of This Is Us, right? Well, uh, it started more towards the end uh, for me, but yes, uh, that that final monologue with Jack, forget about it. All the feels, all the tears, all the tissues. All all, all the shaman. Yeah, in our household, it's all All, the shaman toilet paper because we don't buy real tissues. No, no, we just... We 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 only use uh, we only use uh, toilet paper. That's how it goes because we're just too cheap. Yeah, that's okay. What's the point? What's the point? You know, watching this episode there was a lot going on a lot going on in this episode and what stood out to me was the end uh when jack is going up to rebecca and he, he's actually just watching her sing and all i could think about is actually the, the time that i met my gorgeous wife sitting across the, the way from me Aww. i uh we well we we had we had met on match.com and there were those people back it, when it was creepy. I know, and <laughs> I, I think some of you guys already know this story. I think we might have already talked about it a little bit, but I, what I did want to say was, the moment I met my wife, uh, who at the time was just some lady, uh, running I, twenty minutes late to our first date because I wasn't going to pay for parking. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Sorry. Uh, but I remember just seeing her and stopping dead in my tracks, just like whoa like wow that that person exists there's a person out there that that looks like this and acts like this and and oh. and she's actually willing to commiserate with me like some jabroni who's working 80 hours at a donut shop you smelled like maple frosting i did it was so I did. good 
And we were at a bar, and we, she may or may not have gotten a, a little inebriated uh, that night after drinking one too many Guinness. Yep. Um, but for some reason, she wanted to keep talking to me, and I remember thinking, "This is it. This is this is my life is over as I knew it. I, I'm, I'm done. I, I'm out." I, I, I'm, Sign me up for the I, Mary train. I'm out on every other woman <laughs> on this planet, uh, and it all happened pretty instantly. And I know it sounds corny, and I know it doesn't sound real. I, I know it sounds like a, a stupid love story like you would see on This Is Us. Okay. But I'm here to tell you that it's true. I fell madly in love with my wife the instant I saw her. And the second I saw her face, um, it all the world just stopped. It all stopped. And I was happy about that. All right, Blake. So tell me a little bit about the details of this episode. Break so, it down. So the title was Moonshadow. Now, this one is actually a little bit more complicated than the others. Unlike Yay. the other ones that are like so in your face, it makes sense. Moonshadow was actually the song that Mandy Moore or Rebecca was singing at the end of the episode. And it's actually a cover um, from the original Cat Stevens version. And Mandy Moore actually sang this song in her real music career in 2003 on her fourth album. What else was on this album? Coverage. Was it the same one as Candy? You know that one that like she's like driving in the car with her girlfriends? Not at all. I, was, was I wasn't Mandy a big Moore's, Mandy Moore like, guy. big hit. Wasn't a big, I was more of a Britney guy. Oh, yeah. Britney was sexy. Mandy Moore was like, I'm the girl next door singing about candy. No, no, Britney was where I was at. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Nonetheless, so this was part, this was actually Mandy Moore's fourth album. This was her fourth album coverage. So if you didn't want to go back there and listen to it, you know, go knock yourself out. 2003. Have some fun at it. And uh, it's actually, I really like it because it's giving new context as to why she actually has the moon necklace that Jack gave her Mm -hmm. earlier on in the season. And I love the final lines of this song, which is, did it take long to find me? I asked the faithful light, did it take long to find me? Are you going to stay the night? And it just, it it rhymes so well yep. with what is happening on screen, mm-hmm. both of them seeing each other and did and it, it fake, clicking. Did it's it, just like magnetized. Right. So that was that. The director was Ken Olin, who has directed The Big Three, The Big mm-hmm. Day, Jack Pearson's son. And now also this. And Ken Olin, he's been bringing it. I said it in Jack Pearson's son. I was a big fan. Yep. And it, he, he brought it even further. And I'll, I'll get into why. And the writer was the, uh, was the show creator. And at the time, at this moment in time, Dan Fogelman, who actually right before this episode gave up the show running, show running duties of This Is Us 2. Why? Because he gave it to uh, Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger. The, you know so much about this show. I can't even handle it. It's You're I'm, wicked smart. It's because I'm Batman. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Dan Fogelman wrote it, and he was the guy behind the, the, the episodes of Pilot, The Big Three, Kyle, The Pool, The Big Day, and oh. our personal favorite, Memphis. Though all the ones that made you cry, many right. tears. That's right. All the Charmin. <laughs> right. Every single Charmin there ever was. So lemonade rating. For those of you who have, this is your first time tuning into This Is Us 2, we rate each episode based upon a scale of lemonades, and it's a one to five. So five being the best, one being what was that? Blake, what was your rating for this episode? I can't give a rating. You want to know why? Tell me. Um, if I could give a rating, it'd be like, it'd be like your relationship status on Facebook. 
complicated? It's complicated. Really? It's very complicated for this episode. And the reason why that is is because there was so much to love and there's just so much to hate. (laughs) That's true. And 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 I was I was like severely frustrated by this episode and Mm -hmm. how um disingenuous it was. And it's more of like a, a a product of the television show, I think, in general. Um, and there there were so many things that I think the show wanted to do, and it didn't have a clear path. It didn't have a clear uh, narrative, and I feel like it, because of that, it was muddled, and it didn't know what it wanted to do. But the things that it did well, it did, it very, did very, 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 well. very, very well. Yes, the yes. things that it did really crappy... It did really crappy. Well, so I'm so, disagreeing. I'm giving it a 4.6, which is still low on the Mary scale, seeing as how I throw fives at everything. You get a five. You get a five. I'm like Oprah. Every episode <laughs> gets a five. I agree. There were a couple of things in it that just didn't sit incredibly well with me, but give me some young Jack, some young Rebecca, Mandy Moore singing in an episode automatically bumps it up, and seeing the realness of this relationship made it stellar. So I'm giving it a 4.6. Okay. And what do you got for your for your G- My GBG. Your good, bad, great. My good, bad, great. So my good for this episode was how did we not know until now that Jack is a Vietnam vet? Like, holy smokes. Yeah, I don't think that we did know. No, we didn't. And it just gave this whole extra layer where, uh, for those of you who don't know, my mom's um, a vet. And I just, I have like this absorbent appreciation and love and to know the hardships that these people come through when especially when they come back from war just trying to get a job so there he is just trying to fix his neighbor's car she's giving him measly money and he's accepting it and you don't know what he's seen what he went through in Vietnam and granted he said you know I had it easier than most I was a mechanic but you know that he saw some stuff so it just added this layer and this extra backstory that now as I know Jack has has this in him and his past is at an awesome layer that I really appreciate that the show threw in because it was also so timely that men of his age would have been in the war. Sure, yeah. My bad was that Jack had to leave at the end of the episode. I get it. I get they had this epic fight. I get that he was drinking and he'd been keeping it from Rebecca and this is a huge promise that he broke and that they have some major things to work out. Just me, I'm just sad that he left and that's how the episode left. I... You know, whatevs. That's I just for this finale of season one for this couple that we love to now be separated. I get it, mm-hmm. but it just made me sad that that's how we had to leave for season one. And then my great, oh goodness, um, how Jack does leave, what he says when he leaves about how they are showing their kids that they've done the best that they can because you know Rebecca was nervous. So what are we going to tell the kids when they come home and you're gone? And he says we're going to tell them that we've done the best we can and that we're real people and that he goes on and on about the things that he does love about her and still leaves. I mean, part of me was like, Rebecca, jump up and grab that man and give him a big old kiss. And yet they both know, I mean, their truth is, is that they have a lot of stuff to work through. But I love that Jack was able to leave saying, yes, we're having this fight. We're having this disagreement. We've got some things to work through, but I love you. And I think that it's great that we can tell our kids that we can fight and that we're real humans. And that's one of the things that I love about this show is that it is so real and this does happen and it's important for people to show their children we can have disagreements. We cannot get along, and we can still love on each other. Yeah. So that was my great. How about you? My good was uh, the theme of rebirth. There is a ton of that in this episode. It's even kind of pointed very quickly uh, to 
what they're trying to accomplish when Jack says this is just the beginning mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of the episode. And it is somewhat of a rebirth for Kate, uh, for, for Kate, Kate and Jack. You know, uh, <laughs> come on, come on, Kate and Jack. What show are you watching? We have to go back, Kate. Um, no, it's uh, for Rebecca and Jack, mm-hmm. uh, as hopefully, as he says, their their relationship is going to start anew after this. Yeah. But more importantly, it's a rebirth for for all of the other characters. Uh, for Randall, he's talking about a rebirth of his his own family life, adopting a baby yes. at the end. Kate has a rebirth by uh, furthering her relationship with Toby, going back to L.A., mm-hmm. and also wanting to be a singer. And then we also have uh, Kevin, who uh, has a rebirth. Said yes to Ron Howard. He has a rebirth with his girlfriend and ex-wife. Uh, but more <laughs> importantly, she, he decides, I'm going to go hang out with Ron Howard a little bit. Mm-hmm. And we don't necessarily know if that relationship with Sophie is going to last. History tells us it's probably not going to. But his life is being reborn. Just as when Jack was 36, his his life was, mm-hmm. he had a rebirth for his own family. What made him a man, what made him his own little soul, his saintly soul, they are now all experiencing at the same age. Yep. So I think it's fantastic that the show did that. It's one of the things, again, that it did very well. What it mm-hmm. did do very poorly, tell though. Tell me, tell me what you didn't like. Which is the bad. Listen, I'm, I was not a fan of the poker game. Not a fan, okay? It seemed effing ridiculous but people do crazy things and do desperate stuff all the time Mm -hmm. especially as jack is trying desperately to get himself and his mother away from his dad i can at least make an excuse for that i can okay i can yeah because people do crazy things all the time and especially when they're desperate what i cannot make an excuse for (laughs) is the stupid attempt to rob the bar i i i there is zero excuse for that. Really? Yes, and I'll, I will tell you exactly why okay. I hate it. Because it's implausible, and uh, it's very stupid on Jack's part because he was just threatened with his life if he ever came back and did that. And these guys are unsavory dudes. Whatever. But just on a thematic level and on a story level, I don't want to try and write a better show. I, I, I don't... Uh, that's not my gig, but I will tell you what I would have done. The smarter choice would have had to been to show Jack's beginnings of alcoholism. Mm. And yes, go to the poker game, lose, and realize that, no, not all the good guys always win. It, it, that's, that's not the game. The, the, and then having his problems start to arise because of that. That being alcoholism, just like his dad. He's slowly becoming his See, father. I liked that he was about to do something so out of his character, like completely not Jack, that he would rob a bar. And in that moment, when he was going to go down a path that was so unlike him, that is when he saw Rebecca, and that's what well, that's what stop. I'm getting, and that's what I'm getting at. Because remember, at the at the poker table, he's drinking club soda. Yeah, he's always saying, "I'm trying to do the right thing. I mm-hmm. just want to do the right thing." And if you saw that beginnings of alcoholism, instead of him being like, Ugh, but like maybe having a drink or two too many at the bar and like really savoring it, this does a couple of different things. It would have legitimized his claim to, to Rebecca that alcohol, his alcoholism is a legit thing mm-hmm. later on when he fights Rebecca about it and that it's part of his, his DNA. Um, but also it makes him missing that date because he was too concerned with being at the bar okay. and he's too concerned with drinking. And the only thing that helped him put him, pull himself out of his own self-loathing was Rebecca. 
So thematically, it works. Rebecca pulling you just him out of that self-loathing. That scene. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> I think that whole freaking bar stupid. Oh yeah yeah. You know, people do stupid things. Y- yes, and All I'm fine time. with that. I'm I'm totally down with that. But uh, that was just one too many for you. That was okay. That, so that, what was your great? The great. Um, it's a tie actually. Oh, that's uh, nice for a finale. The very simple one is Two the greats. wink. Is the wink. The wink at the end of the episode that Jack has after he gives the whole monologue that we played here at the beginning of, beginning mm-hmm. of our episode. And, you know, I don't know if it was scripted. I don't know if it was unscripted. I, I just don't know. But People the way need to weigh in. Because I bet that's been asked. Right. But the way that Milo plays it and the way that it comes off, it's just very special. Like, mm-hmm. he gives this whole thing and, and Rebecca is left wordless. Yeah. And there's nothing else you can do. And how do you just leave without doing something and that wink is is very special but the real great okay the the spectacular the, the thing that took me out of my seat tell me was the fight oh, oh that fight between the long it's it's a whole long cut meaning mm-hmm. like um it starts from point a and then there are no cuts there are no second takes there are nothing it just begins and you continue to go the whole way until that until that scene is done Mm -hmm. now it's a big thing like if you recall if you ever watched goodfellas you know it starts the big long cut of goodfellas starts at ray liotta at the car and it goes all the way through the kitchen scene and then he ends up with the table and blah it's a very complicated (laughs) thing it's easier to do with two people but it's very complicated and it's very hard okay and it's special because, oh man, the camera movement in that scene, and this is where Ken Olin kills it, the camera doesn't just stay in one spot. It moves, it weaves in between Milo and Mandy each time. Mm-hmm. Every time it turns, it comes in, one person comes in, in, in the frame, another person walks out. Then it's, it, it turns around and swirls back to the other person. And the other person that was in the frame is now out. And then they both come back in together. But the most important part about it is actually being able to act that out. Having that kind of anger... Man, they killed it. It wasn't what they were fighting about. I mean, you know, I mean, it is what it yeah, is. We important. all know what they yeah. were fighting about. But it was the way that they fought. I mean, to, they have to be believable as a married couple. They have Correct. to be very happy, lovey. We've seen it. We saw the the bathroom scene yes. with all the lights. It, it was cute. Oh my god, my sign hot, me up. You know, <laughs> pumping. Okay. Yes. But to have those two go at it the way that they did, and she's looking at at, at Jack, Rebecca, and she's going, "That's ridiculous." <laughs> that that face. You only get that face when things go really awry. You know, and all you married people, you all know what I'm talking about. Yes, and I love how they're just yelling over one another. I really wished that we had watched it with subtitles because they were both saying things and I would have to sit there and say, who do I want to listen to? Whose side am I on for this? I listened mostly to Jack because you're right. Rebecca had the crazy eyes going on. Right. But it was so real. That's what happens when you get that heated. And I think, you know, that was that's what you're trying to say is that those actors, they were able to make you feel like you were so awkwardly watching a real fight. Like you wanted to just kind of like I wanted to crawl out of my skin because I was looking at Mary and I was like, we've had one of these. Oh, my God. We've we've had a. That's when I say that I turn into the um, that crazy thing from Ghostbusters, you know, where he's like, (laughs) I'm the gatekeeper. And really, it's like those Zool. I'm like Zool. I'm like. Like. Well, yeah, when I called my friends and I was like, I had a Zool fight last night. 
yeah, things go flying. And <laughs> Usually tissues. Suddenly, we don't have any more. Suddenly, can't fight. Suddenly Sigourney Weaver shows up yep. and you yep. know, she's knocking on the door. Not good. Not good. <laughs> Nose little fights recently. So, uh, yeah. And, and the thing I also really appreciate about it, too, uh, was the fact that it ended. And it ended the way that it did. They The actual fight. They, they didn't want to hurt each other, but... They said things that cannot be unsaid, oh. and they recognize it. Yes. And it's just like, I'm I'm going to bed, and don't come up, don't follow me, Except or just she let opens me do her it. door. Yeah, and he's not there that next morning. Oh, but you're right. That fight, that fight, that was fight amazing. was incredible. That was incredible filmmaking. It was just the the camera movement, the actors, all of it. That just spectacular. Finale worthy fight. Yes, it was for sure. So, what do you got, my love? How do, how do you want to how do you want to handle this? Bad well, let's boy? go from like the smallest uh, things going on in this finale, and then go back up to Jack and Rebecca, who really were kind of the big deal. So, let's okay. just start off with Kate and Toby, who had the most boring plot line of the finale. Sorry, Kate, you had your moment in drumming camp. Yeah, <laughs> that's the end of it. Yeah, no, but we've had a lot of Kate time and we've had a lot of breakthroughs with Kate this season. So for her to be back in LA with Toby and to say, I want to be a singer, I'm happy that Kate is having some career direction. I still don't understand how these people can financially survive. Mm-hmm. Okay, they've been traveling back and forth around the country, going to camps, doing their thing, and now she wants to be a singer. Not a lucrative business. Good luck, Kate. I don't I don't know where all this money's coming from, but <laughs> that I feel like done, period. Anything you want to add about Kate and Toby? I got a wicked hot take. Tell me. Wait, this 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 take is on it's like burning. Oh my gosh. It's, I'm excited. It's on fire. Tell me. All as right. I take a sip from my Dunkin' Ice Coffee. I know. This <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> and cookie dough flavoring. Um How did you know? Did you sip it? Uh no. I just <gasps> I'm able to read the labeling. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you were psychic for a second. <laughs> I told you, I'm Batman. Yes, you are. Okay. okay. Remember how Kate said, uh, it's my fault that Jack died. Yes. You know. How did I not forget that? Yes. I know. It's, 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 a, it's a sneaky scene okay. here. Uh, and I'm going to say this. The okay. hot take is this. What happened as Kate was saying this in the way that it was edited and how it all came was down. Was she unpacking? Were they moving in together? No, 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 oh. no. What Kate said as it was edited last episode, remember oh, how it Jack was, my was fault. it was yes. my fault? None of this, what we just saw in the finale or Jack drink, drinking or whatever, none of it has to do with his death. Nothing. Not one ounce. And the, because the show, except for the fact that it set you up for it to sh- like possibly show you that Jack was dying in the, in the season finale, the show has always been very truthful with you. Yes. It has always told you exactly what it was. It, it has never lied, Correct. except for this one big thing. But I like what happens here. And the sneaky scene is that, and, and I don't think people look too closely into this. It's in, I think it's possible that their marriage, both Kate and Kate, God damn, Jack and uh, Jack Rebecca, and Rebecca okay. is, is over. It's and will Jack die next season? Perhaps. And is it possible that Jack dies? Because I think he has to die next season. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say this, but come on, come on. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> Un- unlike Jack, who wanted to be nothing like his father, Kate, Kate has looking at the picture of, of Rebecca, yeah, wanting to be a singer. All she wants to kind of do is be like the woman that Jack loved so much, which mm-hmm. is her Mom. her mother. You know, skinny and beautiful, and now she's again she's decided to she's take up Mandy singing. More. I mean, and how can one compare? And 
what Jack thinks is small in terms of the kids' reactions, I think will be much bigger. And meaning, uh, Jack, Rebecca asks Jack what they're going to tell the kids. And Jack mm-hmm. says, the kids, the kids are going to be fine. We've shown them a healthy marriage. This is just going to be a blip on their radar years Ooh. from now where they are parents, Beck. But at the end of the day, what happens to them and how they turn out, it's bigger than us. Mm-hmm. So this is just going to be a blip. What happens in Kate's life isn't going to really matter. What happens here isn't going to matter in Kate's life. Okay. Something else is going to happen later on that Kate will think is her fault. That will that will oh, cause not the, the fight. Okay. not the fight, not the drink, not the drinking and driving, none of that. Okay. Not hey, Dad, go to Cleveland. Yeah, none of that. What will be a problem is something that Kate thinks she does that will eventually kill Jack. Okay, and that's why I'm saying the show is telling you right up front: this is just a blip. This isn't a big deal. Our story is just beginning. Look at that witty show. Getting super deep. That's what I feel like. Okay. So that's my down. hot take. My blazing hot take. So our next minor storyline, mm-hmm. Randall wants to adopt a baby. Yeah. I'm really kind of excited about this. How I mean, come? they've talked about babies twice this season. Mm-hmm. Went back when Beth thought she was pregnant and Randall wrapped his mind around it. And now again, he's talking about adding a child into their family. I think they're great parents. I think the girls would have a blast with the baby. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see how Beth feels about this because I feel like Beth might want to have some Beth time and taking care of a, a baby might be a lot. Unless, hey, Randall's unemployed, so maybe Randall will be a stay-at-home dad. Sure. That's what he wants to do. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. I feel like they've brought it up twice, so it wouldn't be odd if they do end up having a child and, in their and, life. And it kind of goes back to when they thought that Beth was pregnant. Correct, exactly. So like, I just, I think, I think that plays well. Yeah. I think that plays well and trying to bring somebody in upon William's death to, Mm -hmm. to try to heal everybody. I think that's, I mean, we did that with a cat. (laughs) Yes, we did. Our cat got hit by a car, devastated me. And then a couple days later, we got Lumos. Lumos the cat. She's, you're a she's wizard. A you're a wizard, <laughs> Harry. You're a wizard, yeah, Harry. I'm, I'll just do all your sound effects for you. <laughs> um, so I'm on board with that for happening for season two. And then we have, of course, Kevin. Kevin, who is with Sophie, saying, I moved to New York for you. Um, I, you know, I'm here. And then he gets the call from Ron Howard. And we end up seeing in this episode that he ends up jumping in the car and he is going to go meet with Ron Howard. And you see Sophie kind of like shake her head at the ending. So I don't think this bodes well for them. I don't know what's going to happen, but it might just be um, Kevin's cycle of that. You know, he's putting his career in front of this woman that he th- he thinks is his one true love. Right. And uh, and that's why I when I saw her, I was like, there's no way this she is making it. There's, there's no way. There's too many things happening. I have hope. And it just so happens, of course, that he gets the call from Ron Howard. And it just so happens that Ron Howard sees the thing. It's all convenient. But I don't think Sophie's... She, I think she'll be there for like the first few episodes, but after that, she's she's See gone later, the way Sophie. of Olivia and, and Sloan. And Sl- Sloan, there I you got, go. So you don't even remember these girls' names. It's how well, it's random girl number one and random girl number two. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Okay. And you know, you know, last episode we we talked a lot about the show being disingenuous, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get your opinion on that because did you think after watching? this episode that the show was in fact disingenuous with the way that it edited the the ending of the penultimate and what they actually accomplished in the finale. Yes. Okay, why? Well, had they made the penultimate episode with Kate saying my dad died and it was my fault and then you see Jack drunk driving to go talk to his wife mm-hmm. at the prompting of his daughter. 
I almost felt like that could have been the season finale. We said it last episode. That could have been the season one finale, this major cliffhanger. Oh, no, is he going to drive drunk? And then for us to have this episode, which was not as emotionally reeling for for me as Memphis was um, or as... High char- I mean, the the fight was amazing. The fight is what saved this episode. Oh, 100%, 100%. And, and having these characters meet was amazing because we've been in love with Jack and Rebecca this entire season. To see how they met was so beautiful. To see who the characters were before they found each other was great. Um, but it... It was just kind of anticlimactic. And then when you saw how much Jack actually was drinking in that car, that it wasn't that he was just at a bar drinking and drank a lot, that he actively drank like a six pack of beers while driving and still somehow managed to get to this place (laughs) two hours away, blows my mind. So it just kind of made me feel a little disappointed in how they left the penultimate episode because in my opinion... A man of, I, I don't know, how many drinks can a person honestly have and still drive two hours? Oh, nope. nope. You, you wouldn't have been able to drive after, after our three. first meeting. I know. <laughs> but exactly. But that's, I mean, I. That's why we stayed out till four in the morning. So uh, you could sober up. <laughs> in Water get, Place Park. Get the, get the classy broad to sober up and, at the park in the middle of the city. I was hungry and I just drank too much Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> I should have eaten something. But this is what I'm getting at. It just, I didn't like how the episode left and I didn't like how it resolved necessarily. I mean, obviously he acted very drunk in this episode, but in my opinion, the amount that he was drinking was out of control. Um, I don't think he should have been able actually to drive, but who knows? What, That's if, just what would speaking. you do if, if I had shown up at your gig the okay. way that that happened and I was I was boozing pretty heavy, but some some guy that uh-huh. your, your bandmate, you know, tries to put the move on you. And I punched the guy out. Yes. How would you how would, would you have reacted the same way that Rebecca did? Of course. Okay. What do you mean? Like leaving the gig? Well, leaving and... the gig and then having this big fight at the end and yada yada. Yep. Would, it would, it'd be a thing. It, oh, it, yep. It would have been a thing. <laughs> yep. But yep, I, I'm yep. there. To, to I would have put... done exactly what Rebecca did. Okay. Complete to going to bed, wearing my pretty little sateen robe and slippers the next morning coming down. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get your butt out of this house. I would have done the same thing. One hundred percent. I sat there and I was giving her snaps. Like, oh, get that man, man out. That lion drunk. Get him out to have time out. But go he, have time out with he's, Mickey. He's protecting her virtue. But he no, he was drunk. Well, yes, but still. No, the bigger issue was his drinking and his lying and hiding about the drinking. The virtue thing is the reason but that is she, it. Is it a lie? Is it a, is it is he hiding it or is she was he just not saying anything? It was a lie. Okay. He promised her he wouldn't drink anymore. Okay, and he did. So he broke that promise, and he's been hiding it from her. Oh heck, nope! You're out. You're in timeout with Miggy. <laughs> with Miggy, Miggy the mailman. Yeah, sorry. I would have done the same thing. It's not, to, in my opinion, I don't think this relationship's over. I don't think that this is a long time no. out, but I think that Rebecca needs to cool down and for for Jack to really wrap his mind around what this drinking has just done. It's sure. so much bigger because we're, it's not about Rebecca going on this band trip. I mean, the moment that the guy tried to kiss her, she was done. Yeah, that It's was it. not about infidelity, and infidelity between these two. Mm-hmm. It is about Jack with his drinking. And, and, and see, this is why I think the show did so many things well, mm-hmm. and then also so many things so poorly. Like, you know, I, I know that people weren't entirely on board with the episode, and with every right, because, you know, they set you up to find out that Jack was going to die and how he was going to die. And they, they did nothing with it. They just said, they just gave you the Freedom Rocket and mm-hmm. said, sorry, your problem, not mine. 
And but in and and narratively, I feel like this this feels like a finale to me. They couldn't have Jack die last episode, and they and really they couldn't have him die this episode. Oh no, no. They spent too much emotional uh, equity on William's death in Memphis. Correct. And that was deserving. I think that was perfectly fine. Correct. Because of that, they they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't do what, what everybody wanted them to do. And narratively, I feel like this is fine because in terms of the characters of Rebecca and Jack, mm-hmm. they've gone from the beginning of the season to the to now through a completely natural arc. I mean, showing how they met and also the how the effects of a marriage can potentially end yep. their 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 marriage, their relationship. It's a it's a good arc, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And spending all of that time with Jack and Rebecca is similar to Memphis, and what that is what made Memphis yes. so freaking good. Yes. And because it's it, and it's good because while they aren't good that right now, we have that monologue from Jack that he, and he reassures us that this is just the beginning. It's not the uh. it's not the end of the show. It's not the finale of the show. The death of Jack isn't what's most important. We've said this before. Mm-hmm. It's their story it's getting there how do we get there what's most important about getting there it's just the beginning and i kind of like that idea because they subverted all of our expectations you know me i'm all about subversion tell me Mm -hmm. one thing and then say f it um uh, i'm doing a completely other thing you know what jack did what's that he talked about their mountain today what do you mean we had our mountain talk today. Oh, yes. Yes. We're just we... going to give you a second story time because, heck, we're doing this on Facebook Live. <laughs> Blake was talking about how some things in our life uh, have been a tornado and how hard it's been. And I said, nope. I don't see it as a tornado. I see that we climbed a mountain together. Right. And I'm proud of it. And I want to put a big old bumper sticker on my butt being like, I did this. I owned it. I grew from it. Mm-hmm. So don't see things and fights as tornadoes. Don't see this fight as as something bad, you know, Jack's saying, like, this is just the beginning. Right. And, and I wanted to, today I was like, oh, Jack would have said they climbed a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and that climbing of the mountain and that subversion, that that whole thing of of telling you this isn't the end, this is the beginning, it works. Except for the fact that the show lied to you in the previous episode. We're just going to forget that drunk driving. And But that, that lying is not like the premiere where it was just camera wizardry you know how like they mm-hmm. y- you didn't realize that it was a, a show in the past it but it told you right up front this yes, show was set yes, in the past yes it's right up it showed you the vacuum cleaner i love that kind of stuff because it rewards the viewer for paying attention mm-hmm. but the final edit that we, we have been harping on is misleading i think for the sake of being misleading it, to add faux faux drama just the way that the faux drama happened in the similar vein of the duke and the toby and the kate yeah so what are you thing. thinking is faux drama kate saying this is my fault no and no 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 and then having jack drive off in the in the thing oh, okay. being drunk that's that, all faux yes. drama that is the show that is that's when the show is lying to yes. you. And that is what causes problems with me. But we've moved on, Blake. That was last episode. Uh, well, I know. And <laughs> here, and this is the problem with this episode is that with Jack and Rebecca, I think what the, what the writers wanted to do was continue to deconstruct Jack, that whole myth. Remember how we talked about the legend of Jack Pearson? Yep. 
they wanted to deconstruct him and show you that he is an actual person. And I think they wanted us to be angry with him mm, okay. the way that Rebecca is at the end of the episode. I mean, he's drunk driving, he's punching Ben, uh, he's ruining the gig for Rebecca. It's, Whatevs. you know, and the eventual fight where Jack doesn't see what Rebecca is giving up for her family. She has done a lot. Mm -hmm. She gave up her entire being, really, for her family. Mm -hmm. And it's something that she it isn't natural to her. You know, Jack fell madly in love with Rebecca. We still don't know necessarily how Rebecca fell in love with Jack. She just was singing, and that's that. Wanting kids, didn't want them, yep. but eventually gave in. So... Rebecca has given up a lot. And then it even goes to showing us that he wasn't sleeping at the door like oh. he did at the beginning of the season. But the message I think that the writers are sending in their writing is much like real life. It's it's messy. Yep. And it's a, a bunch of mixed messages. I mean, Ben trying to kiss Rebecca, it proves Jack right. Mm-hmm. And he had the feeling. You never have to watch out for your partner. Gotta watch for all the other right. people after your partner. Rebecca kicking Jack out, even though he knew he did something messed up yep. and owned up to it yep. and said what he said. And then telling her that the whole love story is their beginning and only to have Jack try to fix it at the end. The whole tone of the episode with his fantastic monologue and how it's a new beginning, it's all very confusing. Oh, because, I find it real. No, it's real, but it's oh, confusing. Okay. And I'm speaking narratively because okay. you don't know who you're... You're rooting for both of them, yeah. but they're both fighting, and you, you can't pick a side, really. You can't say Jack is wrong and she's right, or she's wrong and he's right. And I think it... I think it wants you to be angry with him, but I feel bad for him. Do you I feel, feel bad, bad for both. I, I just feel bad for both. I feel like I was in that fight with them. And so I just feel bad for both because I think they're both flawed. And that's why we love them because there's so many aspects of these characters that you can relate to. And we fight. That's what we do as humans. We fight. We're different beings. And they both messed up. Right. But Jack messed up a little bit more. Do, do you like the fact that Jack messed up? And do you like the fact that I it like went... like it? No. Do, well, no. Do you like the fact that it went down the path that it did and focusing really primarily on Jack? I don't. I don't know what you mean. I don't like that he messed up. No, that but makes I mean, me just sad. what the the episode choice. Like, do you think that this was a finale, or was this an episode that should have happened earlier in the season? Okay, um, I think it was finale for Jack and Rebecca in their story. Right. For, I think yes, because this whole family is because of them. So for us to see how they met, and to for us to see probably what is one of their biggest fights, if not their biggest fight, um, to really give that three sixty perspective mm -hmm. of this main character that created this family, I I liked it a lot. Yeah. I did. I did. Did it feel like the boom of a finale, like how much I cried in Memphis? No. Yeah. But on the flip side, it was a good bookend. And right. I am just yeah, I'm I'm ready to start season two. It, it's it's a it's a tonally dark ending, except for the fact that they try to save the whole tone at the with end Jack's, with Jack's monologue, yeah, which I think they did for me. I've always said Jack is very hopeful. Jack is very optimistic, and he is someone that you know. He tells her, he's like, this is just the beginning. So I'm not fearful that by him going out of the house, that that's the end. I don't know if this is going to be the end of Rebecca and Jack, mm -hmm. but I don't think it's, this is going to go as well. Like 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 Luke says in, in The Last Jedi, it's not going to go the way we think it's going to go. 
Oh, I'm hopeful. I don't. I don't know. I think it's. And he's be, gonna die soon. He, Can we just admit that he's croaking? And and that's another thing uh. too. Like, how can you be? How can you like go through this whole episode? And, You're asking me. Yeah. How well, can I? I think I think the royal we. Okay. okay. But but yes, you sure. Sure. Okay. How can you go through the whole episode and have the repercussions and the feelings that are needed yep. to translate all of this into your own feelings, knowing knowing that he croaks later on. And he's going to croak pretty soon. Pretty dang soon. I hope not at Miggy's. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think that that's, that's why I think it felt like a good... That's what made it more season finale, is that they had this fight. He's telling her, I still love you. This is just the beginning. And it pains me. It's like that bittersweet. Like, look at him still loving on his wife. And we, as the viewers, know the end is near. Right. That I'm glad he didn't leave it like, yeah, whatever. We'll see about that. I'm going to go drink some more. Like he didn't yeah. stay in that way. He he tried to make as much amends as he could. Yep. And I feel like that had he, if he dies on his drive to Miguel's house, that he'll die with a happy conscience knowing that he told his wife that he he's loved her. He's not dying then. There's no I know, but dying. that's what I'm saying is that yeah. that's why I feel like it's a fine finale. Without him dying, I felt like, oh, okay. Like it's it's going to be all right. Gotcha. Even though you don't. But then again, I'm the optimist. All right. Final thoughts yes. on the season in general. What did what did you think for season one on the whole? For season one on a whole, I fell in love with all of these characters. Um, I love how in each episode I feel something different for someone else or I can see a friend in someone else's story or pain or joy. Um, I'm, I'm really happy that we began podcasting about this season. I am very selfishly happy that I did not have to watch it real time because <laughs> if I had to now wait between season one and season two without knowing all these other things that we're about to know pretty darn soon it would have been really hard so for all of you who did it real time my heart goes out to you that off season must have been really yeah, that really would hard have been tough. because i really do i believe that we're going to see jack die i know we're going to fill in those puzzle pieces in season two i really have faith in that i don't think they can stretch it out till season three so i'm looking forward to figuring this all out really soon so binge watching is in my favor i think I, I think oh yeah well um, yes uh and, and for myself i enjoyed season one i think it was um, B plus overall. You're a harsh critic. I would give it an A. I, I would say B plus. Okay. I, I think it did a lot of good things. I think some things happened that are very clearly emotionally emotionally manipulative, and I'm okay with being manipulated, but I don't want you to be like. I think oh, you're I letting want... the couple of things that you didn't like, like Duke and the drunk driving, yeah, you a little too much. I don't want to. I don't want to be overt. Like, don't don't like. Don't manipulate me and then punch me in the face. Like, just <laughs> manipulate me and then send me on my way. You know what I mean? I think and, you need a snack. Um, yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm probably a little hungry right now. Yeah, I think so. Because think of all of the tears that you've shed right. watching this show. Well, that's some of the things that I, that's one of the things that I want to like the big day and Jack Pearson's son and Memphis. Those, especially Memphis, mm-hmm. like genuinely a great episode of television. Like what you, you look back and you're like, wow, that I understand what yep. this show is capable of doing. Um, and I get it. I, I, I think the show is, is quite good. The, the characters are, um, I think they're filled out. I think you can, I think you can describe them and understand them and feel for them. Yeah. I think, uh, the, the writing is pretty good. The direction is fantastic. Beautiful. Um, so I, I, a good you know solid B plus. I would want higher than that, but I'll be okay with you until you eat, and then after that, you'll say it was actually an A minus. All right, my love, are you ready to close yes, this I bad am. boy out? Yeah. All right, let's do it. And you know what? Let's uh, even do it with 
a little special treat from a Mandy Moore album that debuted all the way back in 2003. So we want to give you all a really big thank you for taking the time to listen to this show, to share it. Remember, one of the best ways that you can share this episode is actually screenshotting your podcast app and sharing that in your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories. It's just a fun, hip way to let y'all friends know about the podcast and that you're listening to it. Uh, we want to also give a big thanks to Becky0976, who on iTunes said, I'm loving re-watching This Is Us episode by episode with Mary and Blake. They both have great things to say and make you think about the episodes and their chemistry together makes it great to listen along. Thank well, you thank so you. much. Thank really, you. really appreciate that. And if um, you're wondering, yes, we are going to finish season two in time for season three. It's going to be really we're coming down to the wire. That's right. And as we get closer, please, please, please let more people know about this podcast because we're going to be watching it real time with you when it comes to season three. Right. And the hope for season three is that we'll be able to get all of your feedback into our show as well. Mary and I as podcasters are extremely inclusive. What we want is you your, your voice is just as important as our voice. We're just two jabronis with microphones in front of our face. And That's it. In our, in our basement. Drink, drinking Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I drink Dunkin' Cookie Dough. Dunkin', there you go. This episode brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Um, <laughs> no, so yeah, please do give us your feedback once season three starts. You will be a, as much of a part of the show as us. Well, for now, that's about it. So my name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Us Too. North and South is if I ever lose my mind.